sang last. Someone else has to sing. I've been doing too much singing on this pod. <laughs> I'm not even the singer out of the group. That's embarrassing for you. Yeah, it is actually. Hello and welcome to episode six of Thinking Straightly. I'm Rebecca. This is me, Michael. And I'm Sarah. If you're joining us for the first time, we welcome you. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. You found a platform that streams our podcast, which is any platform that podcasts are streamed. So good for you. We're a racing podcast where we break down our favorite racing series, which at the moment is the Cup Series NASCAR. We also dabble a bit in IndyCar. And those are two things that we're going to talk about today. It is Saturday. It is. We usually record on Sunday. But we decided we had some free time uh, and that we had some racing things to talk about. And tomorrow's going to look a little bit different for us, race day Sunday. What you got going on? Well, I mean, we could have, first of all, we could have lied to the listeners, right? We didn't have to tell them it's Saturday. But we're honest, we're genuine, and we just want that to come through on our podcast. So Very transparent. Yeah, we're transparent. This is a safe place for everyone. But yeah, I won't be able to tune in to the NASCAR race tomorrow. I will be what they call chaperone Mike. I'll be working with the high school and that will make me, you know, have to unfortunately miss this race. Working on a Sunday. I know. Supposed to be Lord's Day and Rice Day. (laughs) Do you get paid? Nope. (laughs) I would not go. Volunteering on Sunday. It's for the kids, guys. It's for the kids. Well, that's okay. Sarah and I will try to do our best. (laughs) I can tune in and watch the IndyCar. But let's start with IndyCar yeah. then. The race is tomorrow, the second race of the 2022 season in Texas. They're racing on an oval um, for the first is time. Is the oval bigger than normal? No. Oh, normal. that's weird. Normally everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. I see what you did there. Um, so, yeah, so they're on the oval. Um, rumor has it that this could be the last time that IndyCar races in Texas on this particular oval. Really? Yeah. So ever since NASCAR put the resin down on the track to try to make the nascar races better uh it's kind of messed up the indycar races um, which is unfair and people aren't happy about it i can remember there was a time where sarah and i bought texas night race you couldn't beat it it was just so great it was just a mess it was so much like wrecking and it was just very very entertaining to watch and now it's not very good at all. Did they repave it to make? They NASCAR didn't repave it. Driving? They they put down resin, as Becca oh, oh, called oh. it, and um, it messed up the racing surface. Well, it it helped it for NASCAR, but it messed it up for Indy cars. I feel like NASCAR they're they're kind of built to take a little bit of hitting, so shouldn't they yeah. have made it easier for Indy car? I don't know. Because like, won't they wreck and just lose a million dollars or something? Like the, the cars. Just I don't know why they did it. Demolished instantly. And I don't know enough about it to. All I know is I'm not happy about it. Sorry. Mostly because you guys aren't. I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> it could still be a good race. Um, like Becca said, it's the first oval of the season for IndyCar, so that'll be pretty fun. Jimmy Johnson alert. Ooh. Yeah, that be cool. They've been highlighting his first oval in an IndyCar. Mm-hmm. The speeds are faster. True. It's slippery out there. But if there's one thing that man knows, it's oval speed. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so overall, I'm excited to watch What'd it. What you say? Overall, yeah, <laughs> yeah, overall, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna tune in. That starts at twelve thirty. Um, they really like to start those Indy car races early. It's not uh, too great for the church going type, which we are. Yep. Um, but we'll catch it. Uh, good thing the DVR exists, and we can fast forward through some stuff. But 
Michael, I think you'll be able to watch it on time. I think so, yeah. Um, so no spoilers. A little long special. No, I won't spoil it. Don't worry. Felix Rosenquist on pole. Mm. That's good for him. That's a spoiler. <laughs> you knew that. We just watched it. Well, the listeners might not have. Oh, my. <laughs> we did tune in to qualifying. Uh, nothing crazy. Um, again, like I said, some fast speeds. 221 uh, is the top speed. Man. Yeah. That's, that's pretty fast. That is really fast. That's how Michael drives down the highway. Whoa, that's a quick shot I wasn't ready for. <laughs> also not true. I go by the speed limit majority of my driving. But sometimes I might just be excited to come record a pod. <laughs> Maybe I go a little quicker. Sorry. The winner in Texas gets a pretty cool cowboy hat and two oh, really? cowboy-styled pistols. Wait, what? And the photo opportunity is there with some fire. Two pistols and a hat? Yeah. That one was a shotgun. No. Pistols is cooler. What did they get a shotgun for? Two pistols. I don't know. I've never seen a shotgun. No, maybe it's NASCAR. I know for a fact. Shotguns are definitely NASCAR things. (laughs) Is it a a Mrs. Larson thing? Shotgun? No. That was a nice callback there. Mm -hmm. But that's cool. Are they like old timey pistols? Yeah. Super Western? Like That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Well, that's better than like a grandfather clock. Hey, Hey. Whoa. Sorry. We're going there soon. We are going there Woo! soon. And listeners, we want to hear from you. Um, I found it. Okay. We'll hear from you in a second. <laughs> when Ryan Blaney won pole at Texas, he got a shotgun. Oh. Wow. That thing's pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty cool picture. Jimmy got it. It's probably going to be Sarah's new wallpaper. Oh, my goodness. It's Saturday. I didn't do trivia. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. We're doing trivia later today. So, anyway, we are looking forward to... IndyCar tomorrow, early afternoon, 1230 start time in Texas. Uh, Michael, who do you expect to win? Well, I think it'd be kind of cool to see my man, Jimmy Jam. Coming to give me a push? Jimmy Jam's going to give me a push. I think it's going to be Jimmy Johnson. Mm, Bold, bold. He was pretty fast qualifying today. I think anything could happen. He came out strong. But I usually rely on Jimmy to bring out a yellow. So, we'll see. Sarah? I'm going to go with Colton Herta, which is who I chose last IndyCar race. Mm. But I really do think this is his season. So uh, I think he's going to win races this season. And I think it's going to start tomorrow. I like that. Do you think that you're going to pick Colton Herta every single time? I'm just curious. Yes. Why would anyone pick the same driver every week? <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. I Except for Mid-Ohio. I'll pick Joseph at Mid-Ohio. Oh, I like Joseph. All right, so Colton's starting ninth tomorrow. Jimmy's oh, no. starting 18th tomorrow. 18th? Yeah, maybe you should have looked at that nah, before. I've got a gut feeling. So um, I need... I'm going to go with a Penske car, and I'm going to go with Will Power. Um, Will Power? To win tomorrow. He's pretty speedy everywhere he goes. Um, but I was also really happy to see Scott McLaughlin up there on the speed charts, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the championship is already just so unpredictable in IndyCar, so that's just going to be exciting. And again, First time on an oval. The next time they'll be on an oval will be the 500. The 500. Whoa. That'll be fun. A little bit more fun than this one, probably. Yeah. Yeah. An earlier start time. So everyone get ready for that. Oh, I'm ready. I'm oh. always ready. Yeah. Well, church gets out for you at 11. Hey, no, not my problem. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Michael mentioned a little bit earlier that we are so close to going to Martinsville. So close! Counting down the days. 
But I got an interesting email in my inbox Ooh, do tell. from the people that do the fan experience side <laughs> of things at Martinsville. And they wanted to know if we wanted to purchase tickets for the pre-race fan experience this year, again, before we watched NASCAR race on the short oval at night. And just to remind our listeners, we've talked about the pre-race fan experience before, but this includes for a grand total of $25 each a Q&A with the drivers. Uh, you get to be on the front stretch and explore a little bit around the track. Which is so cool. Uh, there's a chance that you could win some prizes or catch some prizes. Or if you're Sarah, just be filmed and then featured in all NASCAR yeah. commercials from here on out. That alone is worth the money. <laughs> I think they need new footage. So I think Sarah yeah. should go. Uh, and the drivers this year for this particular pre-race experience include Chase Elliott. Love that man. Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch. Ooh, spicy. So we're deciding if we want to go or not. I think we're all sort of leaning towards yes, but let us know um, through social media and let us know on Twitter if we should purchase these $25 tickets or if you're listening at Martinsville Speedway, please give us some tickets to this. I mean, yeah, I would love free tickets. Sponsor us. But is the 25 worth it? That's really what we're asking the audience. It is. Do we put 25 and get this fan experience? Or do I go stand in line and get 25 hot dogs? Ooh. Same price. How about you do both? Ooh. Ooh. That might make me sick. I'll eat one. Okay. I think the driver lineup alone is is worth it. And I also feel like you do get that personal and up-close driver introduction view. And we really enjoyed that the last time. Uh, plus seeing the track and the cars was really cool. So Yeah, I think having the fan experience last time made our experience what it was. Yeah, like it was just so cool. Like I think we still would have had a great time, but just doing the fan experience, having the race right after, it just made everything that much better. <laughs> yes. And now we can kind of we've already learned. We know what to do. Yeah. So now we can go back and be the experts of the fan experience. Yeah. And also, Ian, if you're listening, do you want to go to this and see Kyle Busch? Yeah, well, because we need twenty five dollars. <laughs> Seventy five total. <laughs> So NASCAR is in Atlanta this weekend. Everything was rained out on Friday, so they did not qualify. A formula was used similar to last year and the year before for COVID restrictions. I think they right. should call the forbidden formula. Forbidden formula. I mean, can anyone really tell me what it is? It doesn't, it's not real. I can't. I cannot. I don't either. know the math. It doesn't make sense. Uh, Ryan will be starting second and Chase will be starting sixth. And uh, Chase Briscoe, last week's winner, is on the poll. Good for you, Chase. Now, we didn't catch any of the practice in Atlanta because we were on a hike, but I was told that the practice uh, was pretty intense. It felt like a race, and the repave is looking good, looking promising. For I think that's great news. That's awesome. I think it should be good. I'm excited. It has been compared to Talladega over Twitter, Ooh. which I think is really cool. One of my favorite races of the season. Makes so, like Eric Church. <laughs> yeah so if it's anything like that um i think it'll be a good race i'm excited to to see how it all plays out um we were discussing over lunch if we think there's going to be a big one during the race which would be pretty interesting because i feel like i i don't remember atlanta ever being like super exciting or super like tricky i guess for them so well if it runs like talladega there's always yeah, a chance for sure yeah, but I love super speedway racing, and so yeah, yep. super speedway racing is always so intense, um, so interesting, 
and just lots of shuffling around. I know, Michael, you won't be able to watch it, so I don't want to. I know. Rub it in too much, but no, I do. Just go ahead, rub it in. I do ha, anticipate. Ha, ha, ha. I do anticipate be, it being a pretty good race. Yeah. And uh, Becca, who do you predict to win tomorrow? I would love the hometown kid to win, obviously Chase, but I'm gonna pick Ryan Blaney again for the second week in a row. Uh, super speedway racing and he's starting second uh we're gonna see if their pit crew can mm -hmm. redeem themselves from did, they hire, did they end up hiring new people yeah me oh wow you better catch a flight jack man nice ryan blaney we two weeks in a row man two weeks in a row yeah i'm choosing ryan blaney as well he's a great super speedway racer i think he's been really strong all season and has just had unfortunate luck so far so going with my boy yrb i mean i love the pick from you guys it was very sister-like to just do the same pick <laughs> two weeks in a row. Oh. Sarah is wearing a Chase Elliott hat right I now. I am. That's true. Proud of you. Thank you. Speaking of the Chase Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> the what a Chase Elliott. The Chase Elliott. The hometown hero. I mean, I'm going to do – this might be a stretch here, but the Atlanta Braves did not re-sign Freddie Freeman. They did not. Which is, to Atlanta fans, pretty devastating. Chase was upset Chase about it. being one of those fans. Well, he, I think he's going to go out here and win this race and then give a little shout-out to Freddie Freeman. Mm. So my official pick is the Chase Elliott. I cannot say that I'm surprised. By the pick? By the pick. Well, you're going to be surprised tomorrow when he wins. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that the pool room is then able to sound the siren uh, to celebrate Chase. That'd be really cool. Um, I've always wanted to go there, so it's on my list of things Lucky to list. do. Atlanta's not really one of my bucket list tracks. Obviously, we've already talked about that, but seeing the pool room is up there on the list of things that I'd like to see. Uh, yeah, we could watch a race there. Yeah, yeah, we could. Save some money. Yep, get the famous burger and maybe run into Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Ooh. <laughs> so, in other racing news this week, Team Hendrick announced that they were going to enter a Hendrick car into the 24-hour Le Mans race this season, which is an endurance race. Uh, it is scheduled for June, I believe, and it is during the um, off weekend that NASCAR has uh, for 2023. Again, the 24 hours of Le Mans in 2023. What are our thoughts on that? My thoughts is that's exciting. Uh, you know, I'm Team Hendrick. More exposure, whatever. I mean, I'll watch. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. I like endurance racing i don't really know how that'll go um for them if they have like the skill to do that i guess um back and i were talking yesterday it would be pretty cool like we were wondering who the drivers of this car is going to be and we were saying what if it's just all for hendrick cup drivers like that'd I be hope. pretty cool i don't think it will be no. but there, that'd be pretty awesome there are rumors that jimmy johnson is in the mix speaking of your man my winner your winner in indycar um it would be really cool I'm just not sure. It does line up with their off weekend if the schedule in 2023 looks like the 2022 schedule. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I don't know. I would say from experience, I mean, Chase did the 24 hours of Daytona. And back it up, Bowman. <laughs> we'll see. But really cool announcement from them. I thought that was great this week. But there was one person that didn't seem so excited about it. Denny Hamlin. Of course. Of I mean, course. if you follow this guy on Twitter, you know. He kind of just says it how he's it a is. troll he'll, he'll he'll keep it straight with you but he doesn't always think straightly he when doesn't. he tweets just like us chase elliott fans but he actually quote tweeted this um big headline from nascar and he says well this is quite let's just say interesting that's stupid and that's his tweet 
Like, what's the point? What are you going to get from that, Denny? I don't, I don't like. Know. Why can't he just say like, "Oh, this is a really cool thing for NASCAR," like, like entering the next gen yeah, cars yeah. into this really Maybe he's just jealous. It wasn't historic and iconic race. And Joe Gibbs. Yeah, I agree with Sarah. Like, that's a really good point. Like, why can't you just be happy for the sport? Yeah. Like, this is big. You're taking this because type it's of Hendrick, right? Yeah, but you're taking this type of car, the new, the improved next gen car, one lug and all, to this endurance race mm -hmm. and, and obviously like modifications will have to be made to the car for it to be entered it's gonna need some headlights yeah um <laughs> but it's a it's a really cool thing for nascar to do this and hendrick to do this and i think so. hendrick is an appropriate team to yeah. do it they have a good amount of money yep. um not that team penske doesn't but think, think about it team penske they already have their own yeah they enter already. right they're already in it right I, if he's just mad that joe gibbs can't do it well maybe they should focus on winning some nascar races here yeah I mean, if you want another idea of what Danny's like on Twitter, I was <laughs> looking through the replies of this odd tweet that he had, and this random account says, Danny Hamlin will never win a championship, which is his opinion. And then big old Danny Hamlin <laughs> responds to this rando, and he says, and yet we'll still be more successful than you could ever imagine. He's so arrogant. Good for you, Danny. Yeah. He's I can't boy. stand him. He is a bully. Where's your social media team, dude? You don't. <laughs> why are you running your own Twitter? For real. Ryan Blaney recently got a new social media person, and they do a pretty good job. They, do. they post a lot. Yeah. They post a lot. And, you know, Noah Halford, if you're out there listening to our <laughs> podcast, I am a big fan of your work on the Chase Elliott media team. Yeah, your photos, they're so good. So, so good. One more thing about NASCAR tomorrow. Jeff Gordon's in the booth. Ooh. Week after week, we seem to talk about who's in the booth. And Is we there a step stool? <laughs> he, I, I, I don't know. There might be. Well, I'm excited for that. I mean, it'll be a nice change of pace from good it'll, old Danica. It'll be good to have him back. I thought he was good last year when he yeah, did it. So I agree. It'll be good. It'll be good for you guys. I'm glad you get to watch. Yeah. And don't forget, even though you're not watching, you still should enter Clint's giveaway. Oh, are you kidding? Because we need of the course. money. We do still need the money. We, if you're listening, just, watch you win. <laughs> I know, right? The one time I'm not watching, I'll win. That'll be the key to our success. Then, if that's yeah. true, I'm never watching a race again. And I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh no! Just win. The podcast Clint's takes a winning. dramatic decline in, in <laughs> listeners. Yeah, right. We still have our one percent in Switzerland, so thank you so much. Thank mm -hmm. you. That's great. Dankeschön. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's right. No, oh, sorry. That's German. Uh, well, we just lost our other one percent. <laughs> They're like. No. <laughs> Anyways, we are really excited to watch the races tomorrow. Um, so we will be back filling you in on everything that happened and uh, sitting down to discuss it. Well, some of us will be back. Yep. This, Say this your goodbye probably, now. Yeah, I mean, guys, you know I'll be here in spirit. Just not in person. <laughs> we'll miss you. But uh, we'll be back shortly. Go Chase! And we're back, this time minus one of our podcast hosts. Michael, we miss you. Some of us miss you. I wish you were here. <laughs> it was an exciting day of racing. It is Sunday now, the, the next day, and we made our predictions earlier in the episode. And now we are here to tell you what went right and what went wrong and what happened. So which race do you want to start with? We can start with IndyCar. Like we were saying earlier, an early start to the IndyCar race. 
they were in Texas. There's no limits in Texas, although I did see an Instagram post today that said that there were some limits in Texas for some drivers uh, with the four cautions that were brought out during the duration of the race. I thought it was a really good race. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I really hoped that they don't take Texas off the schedule. Uh, Joseph Newgarden, I mean, he won the race. And then in victory lane later, he said that he wanted to keep it, which I completely agree. I think comparing it to last year, obviously this this race was so, so, so much better. It was so entertaining. It was so good, so fast, um, and had just an incredible finish. And I think that's how these races should be. Anytime there's a last lap pass, for the finish to win the race, it is just the most exciting thing. And it came down uh, today between Scott McLaughlin again, who could have won twice, two times in a row in the IndyCar series, or Joseph Newgarden. And with the luck that the rest of our drivers had that we favorite in the IndyCar series, it was clear to both Sarah and I, and if Michael were here, he would agree, Joseph's championship pick, that we wanted Newgarden to come up victorious, and he did, by 0 0.067 of a second. I mean, I think it would have been super cool to see Scott McLaughlin win two in a row just because, I mean, he is new to the sport and he's working his way up, but we're big Joseph Newgarden fans and um, overall it was a really cool way for him to win and just a super, super fun end to the race that had us on the edge of our seats. But yeah, like you said, tough day for Rossi. Um, didn't, didn't even really get to race that's two years in a row at Texas that we haven't seen yeah. uh, him work his oval magic. Yeah, which is a bummer because he said he had a good car and I would have liked to see what he could have done, been a contender. Um, so yeah, disappointing for, for him and for us as fans. But And same with Colton. He ran up front all day, um, never, never got the lead, but he was in the running mm -hmm. for fast cars within the top five, six, seven, um, and then had that bad pit stop yeah, and yeah. it, it put him a couple laps behind. He had to fight to get back on the lead lap. And then it just, there was no time at the end of the race for him. So yeah. it was a bummer. Um, but again, Joseph seemed really excited. And we do have to just ask the question. I know earlier in the episode, we said, nope, this is Texas last chance. But it was an entertaining race. It was really good. And um, there were some hard hits, like I said, some some lengthy yellows. Um, but it was great to see IndyCars on an oval. And uh, it, the race delivered. Um, they did run that extra session yesterday to try to lay some more rubber on the track so they had a couple cars go out there with fresh tires and try to make it a little more sticky uh for the race today but i don't know if that's something that they'll do <laughs> moving forward or really yeah. what the decision is about yeah. about that but we've seen joseph win in texas before um and it was really great to see him come up victorious today do you think they'll keep the track I think they're going to get a lot of strong reactions today from the race. However, it is notable to point out that we didn't really see any fans in the stands. Yeah. And that was a little upsetting. Yeah. At one point, they sort of swept through the crowd and it looked empty, which is really sad. Um, you know, maybe it could have been, we noticed that there was an error on, on NBC um, saying that the, the coverage started at one o'clock or like the race started at one o'clock when in actuality it started at 1230. So that could have been a thing. I doubt that had anything to do with the ticket holders. Like I'm sure their times were right. Um, I was trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe it could have been like Texas in the past has normally been a night race. And so like maybe, you know, more people were apt to come then. But 
it was a little bit disheartening. I thought mm -hmm. people or fans do such a good job to try to promote the sport and the series does such a good job of trying to promote the sport. And I was just a little lost as to why uh, the seats there were empty and, and it was yeah. a good race. And it could have been that the race was so bad last year that like nobody wanted to come. But um, question for you, if you could replace Texas, not that that would be the ideal situation with any oval, what where would you like to see IndyCars race that they don't already race at? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, I was really excited to see IndyCar race at Richmond. They were supposed to do that and then COVID happened mm -hmm. and that race was canceled and they never added it back to the schedule. I'm not really sure why, but that is a shorter track um, and I would like to see them run there. That comes to mind first. What about you? I I'm trying to think of something new, but I'm not really at the moment. But that being said, I do really miss IndyCar at Phoenix. I always really enjoyed that race i i've only seen it twice but both times it was very good i forgot about phoenix yeah and then and then phoenix repaved and indycar just never went back there so i'm not sure if the repave would work for indycars there but i do really miss that race so maybe bring that back to the schedule that is a really good question because in my opinion you just can't lose another oval no. on the indycar no. schedule they're just too important they're too entertaining yeah there's it's just good racing yeah um, another notable thing that happened was Jimmy Johnson. Uh, we're going to talk about him because Michael's not here to do so, but <laughs> Michael picked he, Jimmy to win and he, he did finished, really well. He finished sixth and that's pretty impressive uh, when you had some big name drivers um, out of contention uh, due, due to some mistakes and Jimmy just kind of had a clean race, yeah. did his own thing. And I think that's a victory for him. Yeah. I felt really happy for him watching that. Um, I'm sure he's comfortable on these tracks, more comfortable than he is at any of the other courses um but yeah i mean he was he was making moves ambitious moves he was doing really well um passing on the high line which was really cool uh so yeah super super cool for him so sorry michael that he didn't win but uh he did was this his best finish yep okay then yep. yeah way to go jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Jam. And like I said, there's just nothing like IndyCars racing at those speeds on the oval. Yeah. And it was just a really great race. Joseph, like we said, was the winner. Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph Newgarden victorious. He got Team Penske and Roger Penske, the president of IndyCar, his 600th racing win. And he got $600. $600 to bring home to his lovely wife. I could use $600. Me too. At Roger Penske. <laughs> for doing I mean I'll like nothing. run in a race or something if you're <laughs> gonna give me $600 so the next time we will see the IndyCar series race it's April 10th and they will be on the streets of Long Beach so I think that my fingers are crossed right now you can't see them but Alexander Rossi does have a good track record at Long Beach California kid so we will see him race there on Palm Sunday we will actually try to find a restaurant or some sort of facility to watch the race as we will be driving back from martinsville but it's too good of a race to miss so we're going to make a pit stop and hopefully see rossi in victory lane so it was a quick transition from the oval circuit at texas to the new and improved mile and a half oval at atlanta motor speedway with nascar and the liberty university driver number 24 for hendrick motorsports william byron came up victorious super happy for him very cool win. Um, we like William Byron. We cheer for him here. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, cutting it close there at the end for him, but uh, came out victorious and we were really happy for him for the most part. 
we watched this race with our dad and he right it was probably 10 laps in when mm -hmm. he said i choose william byron to win and we yeah. gave it to him that was his pick and he did he yeah. followed through and won and I think out of all the drivers in the field today, no matter who your favorite is, William Byron was the most deserving driver to win. Yeah, he was strong all day, um, up front all day, minimal issues, nothing that really honestly stands out. Everyone else, I feel like, had a penalty or, you know, went into the wall at some point, had tape all over their car. So speaking of tracks sticking around, mm -hmm. uh, we're not so sure about IndyCar at Texas, but what do we think about the new repaved surfaces of Atlanta? Good. I liked it as a super speedway. Um, I think that kind of racing is my favorite kind of racing. So being close and, you know, I don't know if you could consider this a restrictor plate race. I don't think so. But um, being that close and being up next to each other all day is very cool. That being said, I thought it was a little bit boring. That might be an unpopular opinion, but there were, there were good parts, you know, but overall, not my favorite. I would disagree with you there respectfully. I think it was a very entertaining race. If anything, to your point, I would say it was a little too long. It was very long. Very long race. That's where I could see that mm -hmm. there were parts that were just a little bit boring. I mean, and it also doesn't help. Stages one and two ended under yellow. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't really that frantic fight to the finish for points at the end of stages one and two. We did get a normal checkered flag to end the race. And that was a little bit frantic. My heart was beating, mm -hmm. um, but it was really long. It was very long. I don't want this to sound like, like I didn't like the repave. It's obviously better than the old Atlanta. I don't know. It just felt very average, but it had great parts to it. The end was great. And it definitely had Daytona vibes, yeah. Caldega vibes. You look forward to those races every single yeah. year. I like it on, on the schedule. I like the repave. I like the banking. Mm -hmm. They were very quick to mention that it was two by two mm -hmm. most of the race. And then towards the end there, there was that one lane. And you always just want to know who's going to who's gonna separate themselves from the pack. Yeah. Um, we were watching, obviously, Ryan Blaney, who's a great restrictor plate racer great at Daytona and Talladega he ran up front all day unfortunately luck is just not on that man's side mm -hmm. his pit stop seemed to be better it's just I said to Sarah at the end of the race and this is no shot at Bubba Wallace but he Bubba makes me nervous at yeah. the end of these races when he's up front at super speedways I just he's so unpredictable and unfortunately mm -hmm. I know he's friends with Ryan just kind of gotten Ryan's way and there was that incident and it ended. His luck will turn around soon. I think, um, I hope he, he has just been like so solid all of these races and then things out of his control just sort of slow him down or take him out. And, and I really hope that his luck can turn around soon. Uh, as a fan, it's getting quite frustrating, but, um, I mean, but he has been consistent. So I think we can just kind of hold on to that and hope, hope that, his luck turns around. And they mentioned during post-race today that all of the Hendrick drivers, except for Chase Elliott, have won in the season so far. And as a Chase fan, I know Michael's a huge Chase fan. I'm a Chase Elliott fan. You're just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. you gotta win. Yeah. And, and But that being said, he is the points leader right now. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I think his win is coming probably next week. The road course yeah. next week. Um, his win is coming very soon, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but like even without it, he's still consistent every week, and he's he's getting these good finishes every week. Which there's something to be said for that because you have drivers like Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch who who run up front and then have not been finishing. So Chase has been 
consistently in the front, maybe not leading, but he's not getting wrecked out every week. And he, he did lead some laps today, and that was good to see. Um, but, you know, I always say I, I am confident in Chase on road courses. I do want to see him win on an oval. It's been a yeah. while since that's happened. But Coda next week should be interesting for yeah. him. Uh, speaking of DNFs or drivers who have been up front uh, for the majority of the day not finishing, this is the second week in a row that Kyle Larson has not finished. Love to see it. The second week in a row that Denny Hamlin has not Love finished. Love to see it. So – those are two big players taken out yeah. um, and it just shakes up the entire championship run, especially when you have drivers like Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick mm -hmm. and Daniel Suarez yeah. and Christopher Bell who are running up front for yeah, and races too. They've been like consistently doing really well. Consistently. Yep. And, and you're right. Uh, Kyle Busch not finishing well um, for the past few races, like you said, Kyle Larson. So it's kind of cool. I, I, I like it. While, while you know, Tyler Reddick and Ross Chastain and, you know, Daniel Suarez might not be my favorite drivers, I do love a good underdog story. So it's been pretty fun to kind of see them be competitive. It is. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I like you. I don't, I just don't want you to win. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. it comes down to you or Ryan or you or Chase, I gotta pick my guy. So, but overall, I thought Atlanta was great. Unfortunate that the hometown kid, Chase Elliott, couldn't win. But we are super, super excited for William Byron. He's locked in, if locked in even is a thing by the end of the season. If we continue to have different drivers win each race, the playoff picture could be shaken up and yeah. it could just go by points. Which would be very interesting, I think. Um, I love the playoffs. They are super exciting. They're, it's my favorite time of year. Well, don't wish the season away. I'm not, but <laughs> playoff, I mean, you can't beat playoff racing. The cool thing about William Byron's win was that he won yesterday. He did the Easter Bunny something, something. Something, some type of race somewhere. And Chase Elliott did a different type of yeah. race somewhere. So Chase came in second in his, William Byron came in first in his, and then turned around and was able to get it done today in Atlanta, where there were huge runs. There were big blocks. It was definitely a super speedway style of race. So we talk about the booth every week and I think finally this week it was pretty solid. We had Jeff Gordon back in the booth and I think he did a good job. I mean he always does a good job. He's obviously very knowledgeable about the sport. I, I was kind of expecting him to be a little biased towards Hendrick. He does play a bigger part on this team now um, but I never felt like he was you know leaning one way or the other he calls the race fair and he knows what he's talking about so i think he did a pretty good job obviously clint always good funny jeff gordon did pick chase elliott to win the race as his ones to watch um but then he even laughed at himself he's like oh maybe i shouldn't have done that because it's a hendrick driver yeah. but i thought jeff just sounded natural mm -hmm. definitely the most natural in the booth that we've had thus far he's very used to being there i'm happy for him that he's moved on to bigger and better things um but you know sometimes long-winded but so can we be so i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah so he was good we uh unfortunately nobody won clint's cash today and when we say nobody we don't just mean the three of us we mean nobody literally nobody i only got two right this go round so um maybe my luck will turn around too yours and ryan blaney yes and ryan blaney fans everywhere when he wins i'll win ten thousand dollars but like we said his pit stops were better so i'm maybe we're taking the step in the right direction pit road today was a little bit shaky it was a little wild yeah. i was nervous about it but things got organized after the first pit stop 
Um, yeah, the first one was rough. He didn't get all his fuel in there. Yeah, and there were just cars everywhere. Yeah. Like, Eric Amarola was backwards at yeah. one point. Two, uh, in in both races, the IndyCar race and the NASCAR race, two crew members got hit. The the Jackman for one, and then it was the left front tire in IndyCar. Forget what team it was. Um, I think they're both doing okay, yeah, so that's It was good. the Aero McLaren team, mm-hmm. Pato Awards car. That's so scary. It, yeah, Christopher Bell, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being them and having this massive speeding car. And, and I mean, like, 50 miles per hour is generally probably what they're going in their pit lanes for the most part. If you think about that, like, that's pretty fast still. Like, that's what, like, a normal, like, you know, you drive to work and you're going that speed, give or take. Um, Not if you're Michael. <laughs> or if you're running late. Yeah. But, like, if you think about that, that's really fast. And I would not want to have that car coming towards me. Um, so glad they're both doing okay. You, you never like to see that. All in all, great racing across the board today. NASCAR, IndyCar, I was entertained all day long. Um, I think the the biggest moment for me was Joseph Newgarden yeah. winning during the last lap of Very the IndyCar cool. race. But again, my heart just is so happy for William Byron. He it just seems so happy to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen him win. This is his third win, mm-hmm. I believe now. But this is just a place to get it done. And like I said, he was deserving today. Next week, like we hinted at, we are going to a road course for NASCAR. IndyCar has a couple weeks off now until they head to Long Beach. What are we predicting for Coda? Michael, it's your favorite spot. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, they're going to Coda. I'm excited. Uh, I like road courses. I think they bring out a different side of these NASCAR drivers. Um, Obviously, Chase Elliott is good there. I don't know if he's going to win. I know he's good at him, uh, but I hope it's a good race. Like, I hope, you know, obviously I want him to win, but I hope it's not just, like, him leading the whole time, if that makes sense. I hope the weather's good. Last year it rained and the race was cut short and Chase kind of won in that rain cut Mm -hmm. short type of way. So I hope that it's a... Um, a good weathered race. Uh, and yeah, like like you said, I hope it's entertaining. I hope we see some interesting things. It'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see the next gen car there. Yeah, for sure. for sure. And it's still like a new track. So I feel like people are still trying to figure it out, especially because it was cut short last year. So um, yeah, I'm excited to see it in its entirety this year. And it's just one race on Sunday. Trust me, I love both series, but it's follow- a long day. Following <laughs> them both right back to back is hard. And remembering everything that we want to talk about on the podcast. I'm sure that we missed something. We do miss our third host, Michael, again. Um, So hopefully we're back together and reunited next week, but we'll see. But Sarah, it's always a pleasure. Always. I would not want to do this alone. And I enjoy watching racing with you all day. I enjoy watching racing with you. On that note, I think we will uh, wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Thinking Straightly. Keep listening to uh, Michael's little spiel at the end to get all of our socials and our ads and all that good kind of stuff. But uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Thinking Straightly. You can find our show anywhere podcasts are streamed. For more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Thinking Straightly or on Twitter at T underscore Straightly. On Twitter, you can also check out our personal accounts at Rebecca underscore Garner 5, at Serendipity 021, and at NASCAR underscore New Guy 9. That's me. And a special thanks to Alex Rule for providing the music for our show. <laughs>